The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Hands of steel, indeed. Jeff Neal has never looked better. The tougher the opponent, the more you're going to get out of me, you know what I mean? Jeff, hands of steel, Neal! She's been aggressive, she's been technical, she's been a threat on the ground, that on the feet. We're going to meet in the middle. Let's do it, let's bang. Mackenzie! Please tell me that's on video. I've never been happier. I'm made for a fucking podcast. That's dangerous. Listen to me, we're at it. All right, welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Uh, Matt and I are going to chat just for a moment and then bring in our first guest. Matt, still in the, uh, still has that beautiful hotel painting Yes, behind him in Orlando. Painting. I'm going to stick my head out of frame to give my, my kisses goodbye to my kids. Yeah, quick, okay. Quick, quick, sorry to go to the universe. Okay. Nice. That's very nice. And thank you, by the way. Happy Valentine's Day, Matt. And thank, thank you. you. I, got, I got my gift. Um, thank you very much. This was like really touching. That's that not true. Got, I didn't get that. Feeling. And we, uh, y- the note said you did. So thank you. Well, I mean, what does this say here? What does it say? Hopefully nothing sick. No. You my Jimmy from Maddie. You wrote that. I, I did not. Write, I don't write that. Either. That would be weird if That's I wrote I it. But I wanted to thank you. That's how I know you're full of shit. <laughs> you don't like being called Maddie? No, I don't like being called Maddie. Do you like when I call myself a chatty Maddie? I, 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 hate, I hate it more than terrorism. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we also have <laughs> Mackenzie Dern. Let's bring in Jeff Neal. He hasn't yes. been on with us since in four years or five years. Uh, I cannot believe how long we've been doing this podcast. Um, we love Jeff Neal. Oh, yeah. And uh, this is a big fight against Ian Gary. Oh, shit. Yeah. There it is. There he is. In the up, hey, Jeff. How you doing? Hey, how you doing? Doing good. How you doing? Hey, we're going to help you get through this, Jeff. Okay. Yeah, no, bro. It's going to help you get through. I mean, you bullshit for a little bit. You make the weight. You thank us when you win the fight. Sorry. Hey, man. How how long you been in there, and how long do you have to stay in there in one shot? Uh, I've been been here uh, six minutes. I'm going to stay until the interview's over. Okay, so Jeff is in a a, a sauna right now, just so you know where Jeff is. Yeah. Hey. Hey, Jeff. I, I'm, I'm in, I got Uriah Hall with me right here. Oh, oh hey, Uriah. What's hey, up? Good Jeff, to see you. I've been happy to see you. But holy yeah. fuck, man. Come on, yeah. Uriah. 
Yeah, Jeff, you can't just bring your wire on us like this. <laughs> my bad, man. Dude, Dude, I can do two interviews. <laughs> Dude, I wish I was in that sauna. Listen, no Bobo, but I wish I was in that sauna with you guys. I do. Jeff, Jeff froze up a little bit. That sucks. All right. Oh, he is. Yeah, you're cutting out just a little bit. Yeah, it's a little bit. It's cutting out a little bit. Let me see if we hear you. Yeah. Yeah. I might have to get out. Uh, man, we don't want to ruin your weight cut. Yeah. No, hey, this, this, this ain't the weight cut. I'm just getting used to the heat. I haven't started weight cutting yet. I'm, on, I'm, I'm good on weight, so I ain't worried. I'll get out, and I'll talk a little bit. I'll get okay. Yeah, because it's cutting yeah, in a little out. I love Uriah yeah. Hall. I'm so happy to see Uriah. Oh, Uriah is an old yeah. friend of ours, man. Shit. Yeah. How about this? Because we're talking to you now, but Uriah, let's tell Uriah we want him on the show like next week or something because we miss it. Yeah, I'll tell him right now. Hold up. Tell him. I don't know if he's busy, but yeah. we want him on ASAP. Yeah. Right? Jimmy. Yeah. Man, hey, Uriah, they, they said they want you on the show next week. Oh, I'm down. He said he's down. Okay, oh, yeah. He said, he, text me, guys. he said, text we me. Text you. him. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Yes, sir. Hey, Jeff Neal, this is your time now, bro. Don't you yeah. listen? You got to love that because you're not a big guy that just talks a lot of shit. Do you got to love no, when the hype is automatically just built in because yeah. of the hype yeah. train, which is Ian Gary? Yeah, no, it's cool. It's like it's now all I got to do is focus on training and uh, what I got to do. You know what I mean? I don't got to worry about building it up. You're, you're right. It's, it's a perfect fight for me. It's great, man. It's like you. It's like that hype train, and then you're like an old school like cowboy, and you like hijack the train. It's my fucking. Yeah. I just take Amen. all that fucking hype <laughs> right. and smoke, and it becomes Jeff Neal's day. Yeah, no? sir, I love that. No, nah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Now he, uh, you wonder how Ian's going to handle uh, the pre- you know because there's all this outside like uh, nonsense going on with him where guys are coming after him and you wonder how yeah. that affects a fighter some guys it doesn't bother and other guys it, it does have an effect on um and, and did you, I, was it you who said you didn't like what he did with Neil Magny selling the merch uh with with Neil Magny's was that you no that, that, that was my mugshot oh mug- yeah I'm sorry I meant your mugshot yeah, was, was it that, you that said, yeah. said you didn't like him selling with your your, your uh your mugshot on? I mean yeah, of course I didn't like it, but uh, I mean, it is what it is. I'm not going to take it like personal. You know what I mean? I just, uh, I, I just uh, got to separate the fighter from uh, whoever the fuck he is. You know what I mean? Does it affect you? I'm oh, sorry, Matt. Does it affect you at all? Does it make you like, you know, again, Jose against Connor? Does it put you in a place where you're afraid you're going to be so mad at him? You might not, you might allow emotion to overcome? No, but I, I'm not emotional. I don't get emotional, but uh, it, did, it did affect me, but it affected me in a good way. It woke me up at like five o'clock in the morning. To go run, you know what I mean. I, I still want to beat this dude up, you know what I mean. But it's it's, it's nothing personal. I just want to beat him up. You know what's what's really crazy and, and and just not right is, you know, when people talk like like when Ian Gary gets upset when people cross a line with him, uh-huh. like and I understand, I understand because listen, man, your wife is your wife, yeah, your family is your family, yeah, That's man, die for. But there is a button there because you know who else you would die for? You die for your kid. You die for your even yeah. your reputation. So it's like, where does the line get drawn? I mean, he doesn't like when people talk about his family, this and that. Meanwhile, you have a family, you have people that love you, and all of a sudden he's selling yeah. you a shot. Neil Magny, and I'm not, I'm not trying to attack the guy personally. I mean, he, now Neil Magny is a great fucking guy. I don't think anybody ever had to think of that. Neil Magny, 
And yeah. he's and he's taking something he said out of context and make, so it's like, hey, dude, if you want a line drawn, maybe you shouldn't be crossing it yourself. No, man, that's a hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. He gets what he gets. Like that's because normally, like uh, all the shit that Ian's going through, right? You know what I mean? Uh, if it was any other fighter, I will I will be defending them. I was like, hey, man, keep keep their personal business out of there. Like, why is everybody worried about his life? Like, you know what I mean? That's how I feel. But just because since it's Ian Gary, I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Because he did all that other shit. I'm like, hey, you get what you get, bro. I don't like how the fans are coming at him, but I mean, hey, he acts for it, bro. Do you, do you think some guys almost need to have a villain when they fight? Do you think some guys need there to be something extra to get them uh, hyped up, whereas a guy like yourself doesn't need that at all? I mean, honestly, man, uh, I feel like you just need to be self-motivated. I don't need no villain. I don't. I just needed a, a, a quality opponent. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I lost my last fight, and uh, – I took it. I, t- I kind of took it lightly. I, I got too comfortable with where I was at, and I uh, went away from the things that I was doing because, like, I was getting away with winning fights with uh, minimum effort in my training camp, and I tried to pull that shit against Shavkat and got a uh, beat. So, like, you know what I mean? Now I got Ian Gary, and he's another undefeated fighter. You know what I mean? Moving up the ranks real quick. So uh, that's enough motivation for me to wake up and uh, get shit done. Someone else just said that. It's interesting you say that about I was getting uh, kind of like cruising a little bit or whatever, you know, to to paraphrase it. Matt, who just said that to us? Another fighter just said that to us uh, that he had to go back and figure out why it was he won. It was Drew Dober. It was Drew Dober who said that where he he was doing great. He lost a couple of fights. And then he had to go back and remind himself, this is how I won these fights to begin with. But I, I guess it happens when you guys are doing well sometimes. Yeah, no, 100% because uh, you start winning like, uh, I'm like, don't want to bring it up. I want I want to fucking fight like uh, 14 days after a DUI. You know what I mean? So like, you know what I mean? Like you win, some, you win a fight like that on national television. You're like, oh man, I could, I could still fuck around and still win these fights. You know what I mean? And uh, you just can't, man. It, it was a, you know, me being dumb and it's like, I'm in the UFC, I'm ranked. You know what I mean? Like I was just getting, getting too full of myself. You know what I mean? I needed to be humbled and uh, that's what happened. Yeah, it doesn't hurt that you fought two studs in a row and you took those guys out. Yeah. When you take out a guy like, yeah. you know, Ponzinibbio, yeah. and then you take out Vincente Luque. I mean, my head might be getting yeah. big, too, if that shit happened. Yeah, <laughs> nah, bro. <laughs> and you didn't lose to a lemon. Shavkat's, you know, definitely a, yeah, a dangerous guy. You, how'd you feel with him, though? Did you – is the hype real you feel with him? You felt him? Uh, I think I think it is, man. I, I don't know. Uh, I I be myself as a champ, you know what I mean. So whenever I look at those guys, like uh, I feel like when I fight Shafi, I feel like if I fight him again, I'll beat I'll beat his ass. Oh, that, I, I really feel like that, a hundred percent, because like I I fought him at fifty percent of what I can do. You know, I was gassed out in the first round, and he couldn't yeah. still couldn't take me down. Yeah, you, know you were I mean? taking so, what he hit you within the third round. The third round was like really uh, he at the very very end he was throwing heavy elbows on the cage yeah. and knees and, and I mean you you were standing. I mean he had the standing choke he got you with. So yeah, he couldn't yeah. he couldn't uh, he couldn't put you away. Yeah, like I that's if you can't put a, I mean I don't know I don't know I don't want to discredit Shaq Casper. So just take it like if we fight again I'm beating him up. Um, so you like that you have another kind of, uh, and whenever they say hype, it's uh, Ian Gary's a very good fighter, so it's not an undeserved respect that he's getting. But do you like yeah. that you have another shot right after at somebody who is also kind of in that boat uh, that, yeah. that you can stop? Yeah, no, for sure, because it's like kind of like a redemption fight, you know. Uh, even though people love that last fight with the uh, Shavkat, you know, what I mean, I like I, I didn't go home happy, you know. I mean, everybody was congratulating, great fight, da da da. I didn't. Uh, I didn't want to hear none of that shit, you know? So I, this fight is like a redemption and I'm ready to uh, 
show who I really am. So you, uh, you're Ryan Hall. So did you guys train together for this? Yeah, yeah. He's a, he, we always train together. Yeah, oh, so he, he's been like a right. yeah. And where, you, and where are you training out of? It's uh, uh Fortis MMA in Dallas, Texas. Of course. All oh, right. Yeah. Um, uh, now, and when you get, let me ask you a question. What was the fight that you fought right after the DUI? So you went on national television. What was that fight? Uh, Positivio. It was Positivio. And does, does that experience change you at all? Does it kind of like go, hey, man, I, I got to, sometimes something happens to us that just kind of, real. we realize like, hey, I'm making mistakes that could have been a lot worse. I'm glad this happened. Yeah. It was like, uh, you know, I kind of still didn't learn my lesson because like, you know what I mean? It's like you, you do some bad shit and you get away with it. You know what I mean? Like, I did some bad shit want to fight, got away with it. You know what I mean? It, it took a while for me to like uh, get slapped in the face real hard. You know what I mean? I had some other shit going on in my life. I'm not going to disclose, but uh, it took a little bit. And uh, you know what I mean? Having to blow in that breathalyzer every day when I get in my car isn't fun either. So, you know, but, but that I'm awake now. <laughs> let, let me ask you, does that breath Eliza thing, does that, does that count for weed also? No, 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 no. Oh, thank God! But 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 hey, but, but I'm a lightweight when it comes to weed, so I can't. I don't smoke and drive. Yeah, no. I'm not trying to. <laughs> yeah, be like Jimmy. Yeah, nah. Jimmy doesn't do anything. Um, no, yeah. my addictions come out in other ways, though. So believe me, I'm 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 not a picture of spiritual health either. I just don't drink or do drugs. Yeah. But you know, there you there's porn on. Believe me, I'm going to yeah. throw my back out watching. <laughs> Jimmy's got yeah. demons that, that, that bird yeah. battles on a daily basis. Let yeah. me ask you, how's our friend Safe Saeed though? He's good. He's good. He's going to be down here Thursday. You know what I mean? Still, still the, still the same old general. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nothing different. All right. Yeah, man. I like safe. I think I seen yeah. him doing some not commentary. He did some analyst work recently. Yeah, he he does breakdowns for the pay per views. That's what I he's doing. Yeah, and it's good. Yeah. I love that shit. Yeah, it's solid. That's his wheelhouse for sure. Yeah. How much tape do you watch on other guys, uh, Jeff? Are you, are you a guy that gets kind of gets into the weeds of it, or do you uh, do you go a lot more by feel? Do you have somebody else watch? Uh, every fighter seems to be a little different. I mean, I mix it up. Uh, like the fight week is when I when I start really watching it. Uh, before before the fight, I let the coaches and everybody else watch it. But I just don't want to get too wrapped in because people grow, people change. You know what I mean? And uh, every fight's different. You know, like I watch a few in in fights, and I. Uh, Seeing little slight tendencies, you know what I mean? But uh, I don't want to base it off that because he might have a whole different game plan for me. You know what I mean? And then uh, I try to think about, like, how would – if I was in, what would I do to beat me? You know what I mean? And I think about it like that, too. Hey, go ahead, Jimmy. You say no, something? no, no. You, I was going to say that's interesting because I've asked a lot of fighters, how do you think he's preparing for you? Uh, and it's, it's funny. That's how you go into it. You actually start thinking of that when you're training. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I got a good idea of what where he's going to attack him, where he's going to where, he, where he's coming at. But uh, we'll see. You know, what I mean, you just never know until you step in that cage. Hey, uh, away from the MMA for a second, Jeff. What are we doing when we're on an off day? What are we doing when we're chilling out? What do we what do we what do we like to do? Hey, are, the, we, are we talking to uh, in camp or out of camp? <laughs> All right, we'll do we'll do both in camp. Okay. on an off day. And then we'll get into in camp No, no, camp, man. I just uh, on all day. I just uh, I really just chill. Like uh, I, I do smoke, so I smoke a little bit at night. I only smoke at night because if I smoke during the day, I'm not getting shit done. Yeah. But uh, I'll smoke at night. Uh, you know me, play my video game, and uh, you yeah, know me, get on the Xbox. Yeah. What, what video game you like on the Xbox? Uh, on the, the, the Warzone. 
but I play uh, just same thing multiplayer. Man, I just like, like to play my friends. But I've been uh, on the Warzone a lot. Uh, this new game, Suicide Squad, came out. I've been playing that lately too. Ooh. I'm on PS4. I'm on PS5 too. Yeah, I'm on the Meta Quest Three. And you know what they the just come, coming out? Oh, you with got the three, game? Matt. You got the three. I got oh, the three, yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy. I live in VR. <laughs> You know, you catch me in the yeah. fucking metaverse. But uh, nah, after the new that. game coming out, and the and the developers, they gave me the, the beta testing or whatever it is, and it's a uh, contractor showdown, and it's gonna be it's almost it's a like, shooting game, right? It's a it's a um a battle royale. I love the battle. Oh, word. Okay. Shit, I play Population One a lot. In VR. Oh, in they, VR they get, they got so this oh, is man. this showdown contractor showdown. It's gonna be almost more like uh. A combination of Call of Duty and PUBG in VR. It's gonna be fucking sick. Nah, I'm I'm, I'm getting that. I'm getting the MetaQuest right after this fight. First thing I'm gonna do once that check drop on Tuesday. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna be squatting up, me and you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jimmy, it is a lot of fun. I don't like shooter games. I'm not against them. I'm just not good at them. I play chess it's not a in computer VR. Game. It's not oh yeah, VR chess. No, no, I said uh, shooter shooter games. I'm oh, not. I'm not good. Games, I, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm too uncoordinated. Like I just play chess in VR. It's a very bizarre okay. waste of money for me. I'm just in this giant room playing chess where I could just do it with a real person. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I like it. But I get very. You don't get sick in VR at all, Jeff. Have you tried it? I tried it. I got I got the MetaQuest too. I be play, I play like little zombie shooting games and stuff like that. I haven't played it in a long time, man, because like playing that game after a day of training. Kind of exhausting. Yeah, <laughs> get population one, bro. You have to climb. Yeah. Fucking, I'm doing. I'm climbing yeah. buildings so I can go perch and snipe. I'm like, yo, dude. Yeah. You don't get this kind of fucking workout doing fucking Xbox because I'm fucking ah. My yeah. wife looking at me like moron. I'm like ah. Yeah, I'm gonna get it. <laughs> Well, look, you know, I'm I'm happy that you're getting this fight. Uh, or actually, I mean, you're you're eight and he's ten. I'm I'm happy for you though to get a, a shot at uh, derailing somebody. Uh, I'm a big Jeff Neal fan, so I'm always always happy to see you fight. Um, yeah, and uh, have a great fight, Jeff. It's always good talking to you. And uh, you know, don't make it four years. Uh, it's been four years since you've been on the podcast. I think uh, it's been they, four years. Bro. They said 2019. Perry, huh? They said 2019. Hey, Jeff, was it Mike Perry? I fought. I don't know. They just told us before that you haven't been on since 2019. Hey. I vaguely remember talking to you about leaving your day job. Um, yeah. you, you were bouncing, right? You were working in a bar? Yeah, yeah. I, I still kind of do it every now and then. Hey. Oh, yeah, the Mike Perry. Oh, yes. hey, 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 Jeff, before we let you go, you told us what you like to do on your off time during fight camp. Where do we catch you out of camp? <laughs> hey, probably had like a little dive bar. I'm a, I've, I've learned to stay away from clubs now, so I, I just go to dive bars now. Too much trouble. I'm a dive bar man. Too much. Huh? Trouble. Too much trouble at the yeah. clubs. And when you go oh, to yeah, for sure. dive bars, some of those fucking chicken heads in there will be like, "Oh my god, he's in this bar." Uh-huh. You know what I mean? <laughs> Fuck yeah! They hit a jackpot. They hit a jackpot. <laughs> yes, sorry. sir. Fuck yeah, Jeff. Jeff, go get that guy shine, man. Yes, sir. Have a great fight, Jeff. We'll talk to you after, hopefully this year. Um, And uh, yeah, I'm really, I'm really, I want to see you do well. Have a great fight on Saturday. Yeah, man. Thank y'all, man. Appreciate talking to y'all. Okay, take care, Jeff. Bye. Do you want a beautiful lawn? 
Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. So what we're doing right now, before Mackenzie Dern comes in, uh, she has a, a a very very interesting fight coming up uh, against Amanda Lemos on uh, on Saturday. Uh, let's do a few of the picks. UFC two ninety eight. It's uh, February the seventeenth in Anaheim. I cannot wait for this fight. Um, you want to start with the opening fight of the card? Uh, Roman Kapalov against Anthony Hernandez. Um, Roman has looked really, really good. I know Anthony is ranked and Roman isn't, but I say that Roman, uh, I say Roman is going to win this fight. How is he going to win it? Let me just think for a second, Matt. Let me see what his last, uh, think about it. Why am I not getting my rundown? I'm not getting it. I got mine. Send it to me again. The rundown. I'm not, it's not opening. Let me see, buddy. Uh, He's on a four fight win streak. Um, th- four straight knockouts. I I am going to take, and I know Anthony Hernandez. Let's see what his last couple of fights were. I probably should have done this before the show, but being uh, stupid and lazy, no, I did not. I was too busy enjoying. Also on a four fight uh, win streak. Um, his last fight was against uh, Shabazian. Uh, beat him with a TKO in the third. Uh, walking for Barrio. Very tough fight. I tell you, I think uh, I'm comfortable taking um, Roman Kubalov. I think he wins this fight. I think he stops Anthony Hernandez. I think he stops him uh, either in the second or third. So that's my my prediction for the first fight. Roman Kubalov over Anthony Hernandez. Well, listen, I understand where you're going with that. Yeah. Where I'm going to go with it, I'll tell you where I'm going to go with it. And I just thought it's not that I like to be different. But sometimes I do, Jimmy. Sometimes I do like to be different. Dare to be different, man. Sometimes I dare to be different. And you know what sucks when I try to open up my thing and it gets to right there? It's like a little slice of a pie. I like pie. Yeah. Almost full circle. And then I go to open up my thing, but I don't think I have any more storage in my phone. So this episode (laughs) of UFC Unfailed is going to be all up here. I'm going to use my great power. Okay. I'm going with Fluffy Hernandez. Okay. How? How do you think What'd he you beats him? I said, I said, okay, how? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get all crazy. That's okay. I don't mind I when you say, get a little ornery. I say, <laughs> I say this. This is what I say. First round, knockout. He's going to catch Wow, me. okay. I, it's crazy. I know it's crazy. But sometimes you've got to get a little crazy. And that's what I'm saying. It's MMA, bro. You understand? Are yeah. you trying to say that Puppy doesn't have any hands? Not at all. I just are think split, that... Are we split hands? Um, I'm just thinking... Kopalov has impressed me so much in the last few fights. I'm taking him. Now, the next fight up, right. I think we both know who we're going to pick. Um, number two against number three. It's Barab Dvalashvili. 
very hard name to say. Two V's in the last, in the last name should be illegal. It's a very difficult name to say. Uh, Marab, uh, who I think deserves a shot at the title, uh, especially if he wins his fight over Henry Cejudo. I think we're both, I'm going to guess we take the same thing. I'm going to take Marab uh, by decision. I think he's just such a tank uh, with cardio uh, and so fast and he moves so well and it's constant. I mean, Henry has that as well. Um, but I, I think Marab uh, beats him. And, and I, it might it'd be a good fight. I don't think this is going to be a, 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 a three rounds to nothing win. I, I think he wins two rounds to one. I'm going to take Marab in a close fight over Cejudo uh, by decision. I say Marab by decision also. I yeah. think he's going to out-hustle. Out. Right. I just, just, I think he's going to put it on him. I think the pace is going to be too much. And I really feel, oh, by the way, do you know that whole thing was a big, like, kind of like a big stupid joke. He what? didn't, on the latest betting, you see, remember I told you I didn't buy that whole thing with him getting rid of his coach, Henry Shahudo. Oh, yeah, like, of course. So stupid. Yeah, yeah so he's like, ah, we got you. Dude, you really got right. nobody. Like, yeah, no, Matt, Matt wasn't gotten and I didn't care. Yeah, so he didn't. What do I care? He, he didn't get rid of his little piggy coach. <laughs> just he love him. Has that, he has that, he has that, he, he's a chubby Jason. He's, uh, he's, uh, he's going to be, they've been together a long time. So coach, um, coach pork bite is still with Henry Shahuto. You know what I mean? Okay. And, so right. they, and just, just for the record, like I I'm on vacation with my family, but like Marab only had three corners and he has Longo. I, I believe Aljo, and he's got John Wood there, and he's been working in Vegas um, mostly for this whole for this whole camp. He's been right. You know what I mean? So I don't want, hey man, why are you on vacation when this guy's going to battle? That's he, why he's with. He's you know, and John, I love we love John Wood. John Wood is awesome, and he's over at Syndicate mostly now. So when you go to battle, you want the guys that are with you day in and day out, and this and that. So you know, he only had three. It's John Longo and. I believe Aljo. So, you know, I didn't. Are you just, asking me to do it? I didn't just say I'm going to Disney World. I didn't just leave him. But say, wait, are you, are you saying that you need a? I mean, like, I'm I'm not busy. What are, what are we saying? If I mean, if he needs another person in the corner, no, I'll be happy. You're only, you're only allowed to have three. Huh. Do you understand? Are you confused? What's going on? I thought you were saying there was one person missing from the corner. No, he's got it. What I'm trying. Oh, he's to got say. his three. Okay, I, when you the way you said allowed, that, I thought you were implying that there was an empty. Allowed, he's only allowed three. I okay, okay, so yeah. That's who he has. So that's what I'm saying. You know, what I'd I mean? go out there if you wanted me to. I'm saying if somebody's you know, busy, Jimmy. I'm sure if he was allowed an extra person, he would choose me, not you. But you're busy. You're on vacation. Well, you're having not, a ball. Yeah, I'm not listen. I'm having a good time. My thing is this though. Yes. Rob's going to shine. It's his time. Yep. I didn't mean the rhyme. Jeff Neal, Ian Gary, eight against 10. Not that that matters. Uh, you know, people forget Jeff Neal's number eight. Rachmanov is a fucking killer. And that was a great fight with that standing choke deep into the third round. I tell you what, I think Jeff Neal stops Ian Gary. Um, Jeff Neal is a guy that he's been around for, it seems like a lot longer than Ian Gary. We've been aware of Jeff Neal. And something tells me uh, that uh, Ian Gary getting caught up with all the stuff outside. Uh, I like Ian Gary, but something tells me he may uh, not take Jeff Neal as seriously as he should. And I think Jeff Neal puts that big fist in his face, and I think he stops Ian Gary. Jimmy, 
this is what you know what doesn't make a lot of sense what's that uh mma man you're right so people might say hey man ian gary beat neil magny handily neil magny beat jeff neil but this is the thing if you look at uh you know the list of fighters that jeff neil fought you get something that you that that you don't get by just having a natural ability of fighting. You get something right. called fight IQ. You get something called experience that you only get by going through the experience. So Jeff, he's fought a murderous row of people. Yes, you know? he has. So Ian Gary could be the next big thing, but what he does not have is that experience. Right. So I feel that experience is what's going to make, what's, what's going to be the big difference here. And I think that he's so powerful and if he's truly channeled in and did the right thing and being with safe Saeed, Uriah Hall and that crew, I, I feel he did. So I think it's going to be, I agree with you, Jimmy. It's not that yeah. I want to agree. I don't want to disagree with you. No, I know what I'm, you're saying. Um, oh, you give me, I like when you give me two thumbs up on my whole, com, on my whole like um, podcast ability. <laughs> right, Jimmy? Yes. Oh, oh, you're trying to say Kenzie Dern is here? Uh, she is in the waiting room. I, I didn't know that either. But really quick. I say Jeff Neal, second round stoppage. Yeah, I'm kind of leaning towards that too, or maybe in the third, but I do think Jeff stops him. Um, right. you say, yeah. I say second, you say third. Yeah, I'm okay with third. Um, let's bring in uh, Mackenzie Dern, who's been on this podcast quite a few times. Amanda Lemos, that, they're fighting the main fight of the uh, prelims, which is always a fight that is expected to be very, very good. Um, uh, Amanda is very, very tough. And she uh, has beaten some of, uh, of the of really great fighters, and she wins in all ways. Uh, TKOs, uh, submissions, decisions. She's a very, very well-rounded fighter. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Hi, Mackenzie. Welcome back. Hi. How are you? Very, very good. And we were just talking about Amanda. Um, she is a very well-rounded fighter. Um, she has found ways to win um, in every way that you can that you can find ways to win. So, um, what what are your thoughts on her and, and what she'll be bringing for you? Yeah, this is definitely not uh, an easy fight for me. This is a tough fight. I definitely what I pictured that I would be fighting Amanda. I picture would be you know with like a full camp you know um not hey uh touching us out let's get in anaheim four weeks you know i was like oh shoot you know amanda lamos that's a tough fight you know i know she has the knockout power uh black belt jiu-jitsu uh really tough girl but at the same time it's like man i'm just coming off a loss and i get the opportunity to fight you know here in anaheim uh, against someone who's ahead of me in the in the ranks who just fought for the belt so it's like Man, there's at the same time no way I could say no to that, you know. And I kind of feel it's a little bit similar to Jessica with that knockout power, you know. Um, but 
One thing I did see with her fight I saw live in Boston against Zhang Weili on the belt was Zhang Weili did like out grapple her, you know. So for me as a grappler, I'm like, that's my that's my road, you know. That's my road right there. <laughs> you like seeing that? Yeah. Oh, shoot, Jimmy, a hundred percent. She likes seeing that. <laughs> you haven't seen Mackenzie Dern's jujitsu, Jimmy? Oh, I have. <laughs> me too, and I love it, Mackenzie. I love your jujitsu. Let me. The best thing to do. After losing a fight, the best thing to get that monkey off your back is to beat someone up, Mackenzie. I think you're doing the right thing. As long as you weren't on the couch eating bonbons and shit. I mean, what, what were you doing when you got the call? On the couch eating bonbons. No. <laughs> no, no I mean, I was, I mean, it was like Christmas and New Year's, but, um, you know, I didn't expect to get the call. I thought it was going to be like, you know, um they were kind of saying like oh you'll probably just fight in may you know everything's just so backed up all the way to like april may you yeah. know what i mean but um yeah i mean i was i kind of turned a page of my everything i was going through on my in, in the last year so i'm at a way I, I was able to train train in this four weeks more than i trained for my camp for jessica in two months you know so it was just able to kind of like it's almost good when you can kind of just trust the process um four weeks is not really too much you can do it's not like we're going to be this whole new technical person i work like a lot in the gym started to get like you know work my physique my strength training uh, emotionally mentally uh i got like really well prepared tiki it was just like okay just trust the process and let's go and i'm kind of an overthinker you know i overthink everything i start getting doubts like should i do this should i do that how should i do my camp you know and just like that so this there was no time to do any of that so it wasn't I never thought that when I do a short notice would be like, I thought that when I would do shortest, I'd be like, oh, training and all this stuff, you know, but it was actually like kind of the best, best way to teach me to just go with the flow and do your best, you know, and of course, there's gonna be a win or lose training or not training, you know, but I definitely feel like when you're losing, I'm gonna go out there and put on the show because I trained so hard for this. <laughs> So was 2023 tough for you? Because I was thinking as you're talking, we've had you on a lot. And every time we have you on, you're smiling and you always seem <laughs> to be in a good place. So I can't, I guess I, I'm, I know you have tougher times. I just can't picture it. Um, are, are you back to where you need to be now? And were you able to fix whatever needed to be fixed? Yeah, I mean, a page is turned. So, I mean, I'm not back, but I'm definitely where I should be. You know, I'm way um i'm at peace you know it's just like i have no money is going to the places you know anything that i'm making now it stays to me and to my you know to my into my into my life you know and what i'm trying to build on and everything like that so it's way different um yeah it's just everything's organized now it's way better and even like my social media it's hard for you to post when you're like you know on down vibes you know what i mean you want to like post and be with your fans and connecting but how are you going to do that when you're like man you're like just trying to get through the day just trying to get your trainings done get the responsibility done you know and it's not just me i mean tons of people go through even jessica was going is going through a divorce you know so we're both going that's the thing we're all it's all life problems you know they're life things it's nothing like you know crazy it's just life things but you know, when you're getting like punched in the face in front of tons of people and going through life stuff, it's it's a little bit like, man, you have like sponsors involved. You have so many things involved in that, you know, where you're kind of like, man, for us on a personal level, we know how to take a win and a loss and things like that. In one year, like my whole year was crazy. And I had my best performance and my worst performance in the same year, you know? So it's like, and then you start to realize as I'm getting a veteran in like the UFC, which is crazy for me. I never, I've, I've, I've thought, always thought myself as like a rookie. Now I'm like, man, if I had like, 
and fights, you know, it's like a lot. Yeah. Um, but you start to see like people like Brendan Moreno has been cut from the UFC and came back and won the belt, you know, or even Young Shonan who <clears throat> came from like two, three losses and then two wins and is fighting for the belt. You know what I mean? Um, even Amanda Lemus, I mean, I, it's like, it was kind of short notice, but this fight actually makes a lot of sense. Like we both lost to Jessica. She was, I think, submitted. I was TKO. Um, and then later I ended up fighting for the belt. So I feel like, I'm in a way better situation that if I get like just two more good wins, um, I can be fighting for the belt by the end of the year. It's funny. Uh, people don't realize with the fighters, it's not just the physical part of getting ready for a fight. Cause you could be having abs for days, the veins <laughs> looking great on the Versa climber, but if <laughs> your, your personal life, if it's, if you're mentally all over the place, it's like, yo, not only am I dealing with the most stressful fucking situation somebody could be in fighting in in in, in front of thousands, <laughs> five millions worldwide, but I got all this going on in my head with all this other bullshit. It, it's all it's equally. They say fighting's mostly mental, but it's such a huge part of it. When your personal life is whether it's not a, it's just in array. Is array a word? Anyway. Disarray, disarray, disarray. Yeah. Array is good. Array is good, Matt. <laughs> disarray. So sorry, but um, it really does affect you, like in the cage, you know. So yeah. I, I, I feel, I feel what you're saying, man, uh, Mackenzie, because you know, I know what it's like, you know. Yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy, Pat, picture of your personal life's disarray, and you got to go and have a live fucking Netflix special. <laughs> Well, for me, the worse my, that's the advantage of being a comedian is the worse my personal life is, the better I am on stage because I can just talk about it. I just tell everybody what's wrong with it. So it, it, for me, it works just the opposite. I, I'm in trouble when I'm happy. Like when life is good, my jokes suck. Um, so I guess it works just the opposite. Are, are you are you good, uh, Mackenzie, at turning it off? Like when you're training, uh, are you, because you, if you said you're a bit of an overthinker, like so do you let yourself uh, turn that off and just, train or does it kind of seep in in just anything in life it seeps in i'm i'm definitely i don't know if it's me being a woman i don't know how it is for the guys but i'm totally um you know you can definitely feel like my in my trainings what my vibe is at home you know that oh mackenzie's you know mackenzie's been fighting or mackenzie's you know on good too you know mackenzie is rested focused you know you can definitely my emotions come in you know and can be good can be bad can be even even like even if with my fight with Jessica, for example, it's like, you know, I'm trying to say the strategy and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden I'm landing some shots and then it's like my excitement gets in me. And then I'm like, okay, let me do like four five and six, you know, when maybe that was a good time to go for the takedown. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's just, and that's just like the emotion behind it, you know, not that you're like scared, but you feel it and you get excited, you know, so it can be the good and the bad. Um, the same way I can like try and get for a takedown, you know, five times in a round. And maybe I don't find a girl or I'm not able to do it. And I go to the round and then like before, like coach pro would be like, let's focus. You know, you're good. You're we're good here. You know what I mean? I'm like, okay. You know, you can kind of see the frustration getting into me. You know, it's just, it's just emotion. You know, I think, I think, I think that's, um, I, can you hear me? I yeah, think that's a good, I think that's a good thing. You know, it's good to, um, you know, to have that behind you, I think, and the moment, I, I guess you can kind of say, like, that's hard, you know, when you when you have that in there, when you have to go and kind of just turn off everything and go and do what you feel. 
But at the same time, we need to be able to control that, I think, to be the best in the world. Um, you know, like Zhang Wenli and all the champions, you need to be able to know how to turn it on and turn it off. So that's what I, I feel like I'm almost there. I feel like there's just a little bit of adjustments. Um, I don't feel like my technique is bad, um, is way behind any of these girls. I think it's more the, the controlling your emotions and controlling your mind behind it in the fight, you know. Um, I think that's just what's missing when, you know, who makes the, the least amount of mistakes and who's able to capitalize when the other person does make a mistake. Right. Uh, let me let me ask you really quick, Mackenzie. You see a lot of um, uh, competitors in the UFC, both male, female. They and you, when they don't have a fight, you see them doing something on fight pass, a grappling match, a jiu-jitsu match, and stuff like that. Yeah, a bunch of. I uh, look at Molly McCann. How great she's doing. Yeah. Um, yes. You know, this is more of a a personal like. This is something I would love for you to do. Would you ever think about doing that in the off season, having a grappling match, or are you just gonna? strictly just save everything for the cage right now oh man we're actually i'm talking with the guys from the adcc i said if i come back you know i'd like to come back at um, adcc at team Overina in september october when they're going to do it so i would like to um if i'm going to do it come back to grappling um the adcc yeah i'm a, i'm a former i won before in 2015 in brazil adcc yeah. so it's definitely a competition that um you know has a good place in my heart and it's good you know it, it still keeps me with my mma style grappling you know it doesn't take me too far off and it's something that i can train hard for so we're already talking i'm like hey i when, as soon as they give me the okay you know i'm gonna be definitely focused and training for that, would that be have, a, i'm sorry jimmy would that be a super fight or would that be you jumping in the tournament what would that be i uh, in the tournament yeah. oh wow. okay yeah. very that's awesome okay very cool yes <laughs> you uh, you talked about being a veteran at this point, or you know, getting. I, I don't know how many fights you've had in the UFC. I know you got, I think, seventeen profiles. I don't know how many in the UFC, but it's, you're thirty. Like it's so crazy that I've been watching you for so long, and you're only thirty. Like, so you know that you have just years and years of, uh, especially with your style, where you have so much ability on the ground, um, and, and you have an ability to not take shots and, and to spend a lot of time. So that's got to make you feel good that you get a lot some of these kinks worked out, and you still have many years of fighting left. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how how long I want to be fighting for. I don't want. I don't know if I want to get be fighting for too too many years. But um, it definitely, as you know, when the losses come, you know, when you start to like, you know, reevaluate. You always re you have that reevaluation of your life, you know, and and think about you know what you, what you should do wrong, what you did wrong, what you did good, and all these things. It definitely puts a little bit like calmness and you're like okay i have time <laughs> i have time you know i think I, even as soon as i went into the ufc you know i was like oh the next round of rousing this and that it was so much like and it just kind of done or take that pressure off of me and like man i'm literally learning on the spot you know it's like you know even my daughter i see my daughter i grew up i grew up with my dad he was my coach you know and i grew up with him always training jiu-jitsu you know he's a jiu-jitsu coach and competing he competes jiu-jitsu until today my daughter, when she trains, she does the jiu-jitsu. I want her base to be really good in jiu-jitsu. But, man, she's already, like, before she goes to the armbar, she's grounding and pounding, and then she'll go to the armbar. You know what I mean? She'll, like, kick, kick, you know, um, punch, take down, mount, ground and pound, and then go to the armbar. So she's already kind of, like, MMA, um, an MMA, a little MMA fighter, you know? And it's crazy to see how the fighters nowadays, you know, they're not, it's not, like, martial art against martial art how the UFC was before you know and I still kind of have 
the older um, the older style where I'm jiu-jitsu and I'm learning how to strike, you know, in on the spot, you know, with the best of the best, you know, and I'm thinking like just watching my daughter, I'm hoping she doesn't become an MMA fighter, but if she decides to, of course, I'll support her no matter what. I'm seeing her already like she already know like the cage work. She'll she'll be like 12, 13, already know like everything, ground and pound, cage, um, the whole MMA as a sport, you know. So it's really cool to see how it's like fighter against fighting. It, MMA it's like its own sport now. Yeah, I think it's a different and Rhonda certainly broke kicked through the door for everybody, but it's a little bit of a different sport now. Um, especially for when there's so many more women fighting, there's so many more uh, high ranked and highly competitive women fighting. I mean, she had to go through some very tough people, but you're fighting people who uh, have been training at a much younger age for a lot more different, uh, like you said, more MMA training. So I think it's harder at this point just because it's so much more popular and there's so many more people doing it. Yes, yes. And, and it, but it's good too. It's good to have that base, you know, that base at something, you know, it's kind of like when it, you put it on the scale. And you see, okay, would you rather be really good at one thing, you know, and okay at the other things, or be kind of like, you know, uh, mediocre, like, you know, yeah, mediocre at a little bit of everything, you know? So it's kind of like we get to, we're getting, we're in the mix of these generations where we're all like mixing it up. And so it's really fun. And I'm just enjoying the process, you know? It's like you said, I'm 30. I'm fighting, I fought Jessica Andrade, who's 31. And she was the first Brazilian to ever be signed to the UFC. You know what I mean? And it's like, she's just like Amanda. She's fought 135, 125, 115. And I'm thinking like, I feel like she's so much older, um, but we're like the same age. And she just has so much experience in the UFC. You know what I mean? So definitely, I think my jiu-jitsu competitions helped me on that. But yeah, it's just learning on the spot. You know, it's like people ask me, oh, why do you think you're winning, lose, win, lose? It's like, man. Because I'm fighting with the best of the best, you know what I yeah. mean? And it's like, it's just. You're losing really- to great fighters. You're losing yeah. to very good fighters. You're not yeah. losing to bad, low rank fighters. You're losing to, to the, the best women in the division. Yeah. Well, Mackenzie, look, you're on the main, you're the main fight of the prelims. Uh, and again, Matt, Matt and I always talk about that. That means the UFC expects this to be a really good fight because you're what's going to push people into the pay per view. So that this is always a highly anticipated fight. Um, so good luck, uh, on Saturday. I'm glad everything in, in, uh, outside of the cage is working itself out and, you know, you can focus a little more on what, what you, uh, what you need to, but it's always good talking to you. And I'm, I hope to, uh, hope you do well. Yes. Thank you guys. Always great talking to you and I hope you guys enjoy the fight. It'll be awesome. We will. All Mackenzie, right. have a great fight. Okay. Yeah. Thanks guys. All right. Take nice talking care. to you. Bye-bye. I hate to think of her sad. She's such a nice person. I could relate. I mean, I mean, Jimmy, when you think about stuff like that, well, maybe yeah. it's different from comedy because you could use it and turn it. <laughs> when you're fighting, I'm sure it's yeah, of course. When I'm at my when at the academy, when I go to my school, I'm so like upbeat there because I love it there. I have such a good time there, and I have a good crowd there because I'll just bounce. Yeah. Out I don't like, but if I'm like when a friend dies or something, I, I try not. I don't go there. I try to stay away because I don't want to, I'm so upbeat that I don't want to bring everybody down. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like if I'm yeah. in there like, mm. so I get it. It's not the same thing at all, but I understand. Yeah. 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 You know? No, I, I, I try to be upbeat when I, uh, when I train a little bit, I try to be upbeat. Like today I was very upbeat. I give names to things so they know what's coming. Like what? 
Uh, I just say uh, special delivery, arm bar ordered. Ooh. <laughs> Somebody yeah, order up an omoplata? Is that what you say? No, I don't do omoplatas. Ooh. Not my repertoire yet. No, I'm just, I'm working through some things. I'm finally figuring oh. out a triangle. You know, Saturday out here, I'm going to watch the fights, of course. And we of gotta course. But I'm also going to stop at my buddy. Uh, he's a Hoist Gracie black belt. It's like John Burke. John Burke from Orlando. I'm going to give him a shout out. He'll like that. I know that guy over 20 years. He's, he's a Hoist Gracie black belt. Uh, and Horion and all those guys. A Torrance Gracie black belt. Sure. He's got a place called Six Levels. You know? And... Uh, one time, Jimmy, quick, quick little story. I was in Orlando with my family and it was when, was it Hurricane Sandy? It was one of those hurricanes. It was a while ago, but we were stranded here and I was at Universal and I ran into him. Then he goes, hey man, while you're stuck here, why don't you make some extra cash and do something at my place? So I remember I, do it, I did, a, I did a, a seminar, made a little extra cash to help me out with the hotel rooms. This was a while back. So now he I, he found out I was coming in. He goes, man, would you like, would you want to do a seminar? And I don't really do a bunch of seminars. But I go, you know what, Jedi John? Fuck yeah. So I'm going to stop down there. And I'm gonna oh, okay. Do, I'm going to do some getting out of, me and the Sarah clan, we're going to do some getting out of bad positions into better positions and finishing people. So it'll be fun. It'll yeah, be fun. yeah. Yeah, so that's a little shout out to John, Jedi John Burke of Six Levels. And, so, and Matt, before we uh, wrap today, what yes. we should do is there's two more fights that we have not done. Um, the co-main, which is a great co-main, Whitaker against Paulo Costa. Um, I love Robert Whitaker. Like, he's one of my favorite guys to watch. He's one of my favorite guys to interview. He's just a nice guy and a great, great fighter. Um, but I think I'm going to take Paulo Costa in this fight. Even though Whitaker's three and, and Costa's six, I'm going to take Paulo in this fight. I think he stops him. Um, I think he finds a way to e either in the first or second round. Um, uh, I, I think Costa stops him. Okay. Okay. I'll take that from you. But I'm going to say something I never thought I'd say because it, it hurt me personally, but I will say this. What? I think Robert Whittaker's got the eye of the tiger back. <laughs> Jimmy, I think, hold on. I think Robin Whittaker has got that eye of the tiger back. That's what I think. Do you remember you asked if your internet was working? There are times where I wish it wasn't. <laughs> You're a mean little bird. Jimmy, I feel that, uh, you know, with the current champ, yeah. Dreykus, the deadly um, South African, okay? He took out Robert Whitaker, but Robert Whitaker's like, oh, that's a hungry young monster. I yeah. was hungry enough. I wasn't, I was just, I was just clocking in. I was doing a little, here I come, I'm clocking in to work. No, you need, say it one more time, Jimmy. Sing it to me. You need that eye of the tiger. I wish I could sing, Jimmy. I really, it's not I wish my, you could too. It's, it's not my strong suit. It's okay. Okay. Oh, by the way, I guilted Frank Yeager to get me back on his podcast. So All I'm right. going to go in there like the second week of March. 
me and the African samurai. I got my buddy Manny, who came started training at Sarah BJJ back over maybe a decade ago, smoking Newports. Came in, little chubby, glasses on. Now he transformed himself. That's why I call him. Now it's just samurai, because you know you shorten up a nickname after a while. It sure. was African samurai, which I like. And that was his fight fight name, you know. But now it's just samurai because it's quicker. Sure, I can't, much. I can't, every time he comes in, I, how many syllables of African samurai? I can't be. It's a lot samurai. of samurai. Yeah. Samurai. Samurai. Jedi samurai. Yeah. Yep. He teaches that Sarah BJJ. I know what I need when I go on, on these road trips. I need a I need a guy to take a road trip with me. Now the last guy to do a road trip with me to go do the um, the champ and the tramp. <laughs> it's Frankie Edgar and Roger Matthews. Was my buddy the late great man Paul the Hulk Harrison, who was yeah. a Jim Norton fan. I know. I met him. I remember meeting him. Him and Bob Kelly had a thing, and he, I missed the Hulk so much. So me and the Hulk, if anybody wants to go back and look up that ap- episode of The Champ and the Tramp with me on there, you'll see my buddy Hulk. And he was like my Ed McMahon. He was just laughing at all my shit. But anyway, I need a guy to go with me because we have a fun time. So I'm taking Samurai with me. So we're going to do okay. that. But uh, Jimmy, we got to predict the main event, please. Ilya Taporia, undefeated 14-0, a great challenger. Volkanovski has lost two out of three. Both were to Makachev. Um, I'm absolutely taking uh, Volkanovski because Taporia has beaten some good fighters, but Volkanovski has fought every murderer in the division. I mean, uh, absolutely. And he's beaten almost all of them with the exception of uh, Makachev. I am taking Volkanovski. I think it ends in the third. I don't know how it ends, and it could go to decision, but I'm, I'm taking Volkanovski in the third. See, my, my thing is this. I, I don't want to say my heart is with Volkanovski because I, I really, you may, me, have you ever met Ilya? Uh, no. Or, or I've actually never met Alexander in person either. I've seen him at events, but we've only talked on, on uh, Unfiltered. Well, I think these Georgians are fucking just great people. I mean, yeah. they're so great. They're warriors, but they're just such sweet, like, people. So it's like, and, he, and, and he's buddies with Marab. And so it's like, you know, it's not that I like one guy better. This, he, you know, this, this Ilya, he, he seems really just like on a mission. Like he's like destined to be the next best thing. You see what he yeah. did? You see what he did to Ryan Hall? Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, knocked him out. Yeah, fuck yeah, he did. But it was the way he did it was just, he's just, he, you know, he finds that target. I mean, look at his fight with uh, Emmett Smith. Oh, Josh Emmett. Emmett. <laughs> his fight with Emmett Smith, yes. It was after the 95 Super Bowl. He just attacked him in the end. I don't even watch. <laughs> how about this? I don't, I don't even watch football. I don't even know who the fuck. I couldn't even get Emmett Smith out of a lineup. Josh Emmett, even though that was a war. I, this is what I'm going to say. I'm going to say Volkanovski by decision because I okay. feel I feel that I feel that 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 the Ilya will have his time and he could be the next best thing or big thing next superstar of the sport. I think sure. he feels he already is, which is crucial. Actually, should I pick against you just to be fun? I, mean, I also feel that he could. They say he has a puncher's chance, but I think it's more than that. 
Yeah. He didn't get to where he had what he is from a puncher's chance. But has he fought anybody with the like like Volkanovski? Everything's being everything's being judged. He's fought everyone, and again, man, he literally took that fight coming off a couch versus that that rematch with uh, yeah, Makachev. Yes, I'm I'm gonna say say Volkanovski by decision. Okay. Okay. Yes, sir. You know why, Jimmy? Because I once I'll tell you in the past. I I didn't root, but I voted. I, I. I picked, I should say, against Volkanovski. I did that more than once. And I, every time I do it, I say, I'm not going to do it again. And then I do it again. I, and I was about to do it again. I'm not going to do it again. Don't do it again. Okay. All right, Jimmy. Matt, have Jimmy, a great time. You, I'm, gonna pick I'm talking, Jimmy. When I, when I see you, yes, I'm going to pick you up. And, and you're going to think I'm doing it for the cameras. I'm going to give you a hug. You're going to, okay. You're going to hug me. You're going to give me a little hip hug. All right, put me down. I'm not going to put you down. Yes. I'm not going to put you down. No, like, I'm not like going to put you down. It's going to be a nice hug between friends. You've got to learn to do a guillotine. Like when somebody's trying to do a, an abduction. Yeah. When somebody lifts you up, how to get the All right? Because I'm going to pick you up. All right. Jimmy, I hope you like your bear. I'm going to like I do. Thank I didn't you. Say and uh, want to plug the fights this weekend? Yes, tonight, 7 p.m., I'll be at the Fat Black Pussycat. Um, and if you want to see my podcast with my wife, go to Nikki and Jim NYC. We have our first episode up. We're working on it and on YouTube. And, of course, the fights are this. Uh, what a fight this Saturday in Anaheim, 298. It begins early prelims at 630. The prelims at 8 p.m., don't forget McKenzie uh, and Amanda Lemos on that fight as the main fight. Main car starts 10 o'clock. Uh, what a great, great fight. Hernandez against Kobolov, and it goes up to uh, Volkanovsky Teporia for the Featherweight Championship. Fucking Whitaker Costa, uh, an incredible uh, co-main. Jeff Neal, Ian Gary, Marab against Cejudo. Great, great card. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to this one. And I'll talk to you this week, man. Have a good trip. Have a safe trip. Jimmy, thank you so much, Jimmy. I can't wait to watch the fights. I will be watching the fights, and I will be talking. I'll probably FaceTime you before our next uh on next podcast. I, I, but next time I see, I want you to show me, uh, I'm, I'm messing up something on the head and arm choke and I would like you to demonstrate. I'm just not putting my ear in the right position. It's so funny on my, uh, like the Facebook thing, you know, like the memories come up. It was me doing that head and arm choke to Ari Safir. That's right. Six years ago. Yeah. That was like so fucking crazy. How many years ago? It was. It was I know. Crazy. But uh, Hey man, miss you. Love you. I'll talk uh, to you soon, Jimmy. Me too, buddy. I'll see you soon. Say you love me back. I love you back. Yeah, bye, everybody. Yeah, bye.